how are you able to be so candid online with topics that are kind of very personal to you? That's always what I've been interested in. I've always wanted to know like the deeper meaning behind everything. I've always wanted like, how deep can we go? Like, what is, Mm -hmm. you know, what does this all mean? How deep can we go? Understanding people, understanding the, like it's, it helps me understand and frame the world around me. If I understand the people that are living in it with me. Hello and welcome to Tom Meets Interesting People. This is the podcast where I meet everybody from voice actors to nuclear engineers, talk about their work, their projects, and their processes. And I said in my reflection episode um, about two weeks ago now at this point that I wanted to meet more podcasters. And I took a really brave step. And I jumped onto a Twitter um, space that was hosted by Pixie. I was brave enough to speak live. And it's so much different speaking live than it is recording where I can edit out all of my mistakes and make myself sound perfect. But I'm so glad we did because that meant that I made a connection with my guest today. Abigail is from the Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast, which is my absolute favorite uh, title for a podcast. And it's the podcast that talks about all the different relationships that we can have in our lives. Now, um, Abigail, before we go anywhere, in the documents that you sent over to me, uh, you said you enjoyed snowboarding. Mm-hmm. And le- yet you, you live in Dallas, which I believe is in Texas. Yes. How does that work? (laughs) It doesn't. Not well. Um, So I definitely have to like travel to the mountains um, in order to get any sort of snowboarding uh, done. And because I'm poor, I don't get to do that very often. So it's kind of like a special treat when I get to. I get to go this this Christmas, actually. So I'm excited. Oh, epic. I'd, 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 I'd love to escape to the mountains at some point. It's just the closest we have here in Milton Keynes is the slug, which is basically just the escape. And it's got a snowboarding, like fake snow thing. Uh, But it's not the same as being in the real place. Yeah, no, it sounds fun, though. I mean, if you don't have any other options, like like, for sure. mm -hmm. Yeah, like if you're ever in the the UK, I'll take you over there. Um, Because it is just the most fun. Now, I reckon I probably garbled your intro a little bit there. So... In your own words, can you tell me all about your podcast? Actually, you did wonderfully, by the way. You did absolutely beautiful. It was great. Um, just so you know, people get my name mixed up all the time for the show. Uh, so I'm kind of like, I just want to see like how many crazy combinations people can come up with. So, But you nailed it. You absolutely killed it. I am the host of the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, where we talk about all the different kinds of relationships that you can have in your life. So not just like the same old boring like relationships like with your mom or your dad or your siblings or your spouse, like all the different kinds of relationships that you can have in your life. So like with math or... Um, with like Marvel or mental health stuff or just like anything. That's kind of what we cover, just like a wide variety of topics. Yeah, because I do want to deep dive into that in, 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 in a minute. But if I'm just flicking through your feed, like you said, you're talking about Marvel. I'm just flicking through here. I'm looking now. We got horror films, music, 
and then uh, relationship with swinging, uh, representation, uh, vulnerability. It's it's such a wide range you've got. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it 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 ha- it needs to be because I am I have the attention span of a goldfish, so I've got to keep it like interesting for me. So <laughs> that's kind of one of the reasons why we did it that way. Oh, you and me both. You and me both. I am like, if I don't have my notes and they're not organized in a almost linear fashion, my podcasts will just turn into, oh, squirrel. <laughs> yeah, you're better than me. I don't have notes. I just kind of go off the cuff and we just go on a journey and see where it takes us. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you about that in a minute, about your notes. But before we go on to that, because I'm one of these weirdos, I go all the way back to the beginning of someone's feed. And your first episode, way back in February of 2020, which feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. So back in 2020, how did you get into podcasting? Actually, so originally I was actually going to do the podcast with my mom and uh, we couldn't do it together because of like scheduling stuff. So I kind of took the idea and like ran with it. And I basically just decided to dive headfirst into the deep end and just hope I didn't drown. And I just did it. I just like held my breath and just went for it. And it was a disaster. Um, <laughs> and uh, But we're learning. It's a learning journey and we're figuring it out. So it's fine. But isn't everyone's first attempt at something a little bit of a disaster or like disaster adjacent? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know my first attempt at doing anything is always trash. Like it's always trash. <laughs> I try though. At least I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That's more important than actually coming out with the most polished perfect product because i do think we we almost get um paralyzed by making sure everything we put out is absolutely perfect oh yeah totally i mean i definitely get wrapped up in that that's kind of why i just had to do it and just sort of like figure it out as we go like i just i really had to like stop planning stop like daydreaming stop doing all the stuff and just like do it you know so was podcasting always something that you wanted to do or was it more of a like you kind of just fell into it? Well, um, arrogance played a huge part in um, my my choosing to become a podcaster <laughs> uh, because I basically, so I originally got into podcasts way back in the day, like way back in the day when there were like 10 podcasts and nobody knew what it was. And, um, and I, I started like, getting into podcasts and uh and then I sort of like fell off the map with it a little bit and then I came back and when I came back to podcasts I like rediscovered them um I realized that podcasting had grown so much and that there were like all of these different kinds of podcasts out there about like history podcasts and like you know movie podcasts and just like all these different kinds of podcasts out there and I realized I was like oh my gosh, like I could do this. Like this is, this would be something that I could like legitimately do Um, because like I'm interested in a lot of different things and, you know, just all the things that you tell yourself. And um, I, yeah, that's kind of the story there. I I decided that, um, how hard could it be really? You know, what do you need? A microphone, a laptop and an internet connection? Um, uh, Definitely wrong. I was completely wrong. It is a lot harder than I thought, but um, it's fun. Oh, yeah. No, I can attest to that. I mean, yeah, you need the microphone, laptop, computer, whatever you're using. But oh, my God, there's so much more. There is so much more than just yelling into a mic. Yes, uh, so much. Oh, my gosh. And I did not realize like how much. And it wasn't until I like really sort of like got it together that I was like, oh, 
Okay. So this is like a thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the editing. I'm not great at that. Like I could do it basic. But, oh, I uh, refuse. Oh my God, I refuse. That takes hours. Nope. I refuse. I refuse. So That's do you just, why I don't do it. Do you just talk and then it's, yeah. So it's just straight out, out there into the world. Yeah. Yep. I do very little editing. The only time I will edit is if I have a guest on the show and they specifically ask me to like take something out. Um, otherwise, I pretty much don't edit because who has the time for that? Not me. Also, I'm lazy, so it's fine. Okay, that that's actually kind of epic because, like, for for me, when I was listening to it, it it it, it sounded like you had everything prepared, and I was I was going to ask you about your notes and and your research. Um, and now you tell me you just do it in one go. I'm yeah. like, how? <laughs> yeah, I have to. I can't do it. I can't think about it for too long. I just have to like do it. I just hit record and then I just go. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, it, uh, it that that's the final product that you get. So, <laughs> so I was going to ask you also how long does each episode take? But it sounds like as long as it takes to record and then write up the description i i think yeah and do some like light editing like i i do have to like drop in like um an ad or something like that but uh it takes like five seconds mm -hmm. so like just very very light like editing i guess on that part but yeah it, it doesn't take me that long to do that like sort of post-production stuff so when you're coming up with your ideas for like your solo um uh sort of episodes if i, if I was to look at any notes you would make what would they look like? Madness. Complete and utter madness. Um, it would be scribbles, like chicken scratch. You would not be able to read it. You'd be like, why is there a seven in the middle of this? It would it would make no sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, the, all over the place, completely just like, it would just be like, like word salad kind of thing. It wouldn't make any sense. Um, and that's mm -hmm. why I don't take notes. <laughs> because it's yeah. really difficult for me to organize my thoughts in like a written way. It's much easier for me to just sort of do like a stream of consciousness thing in this setting, in this setting. Yeah. And we all like process information differently, don't we? And and that sort of reflected in how we sort of prep and plan the things. Like I'm the complete opposite. I am bullet point with bullet point and an indented bullet point. And it kind of works. <laughs> I wish I could be like that. Like, I wish I could be like that. That is so, like, methodical and just very, like, on point and it's very focused and it's, like, I I wish I could do that. Now, I am super old school. I do have, like, when I do write stuff down, I have to write it down by hand. I can't, like, type it out or anything like that. I have to write it out by hand. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Honestly, I'll admit I don't write by hand because I'm dyslexic. So, um... My handwriting is terrible, and at least I have spell check on my PC. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, no, I I do sometimes wish I could go for something slightly more freeform because if I was to sort of take up take up your method, I know I would just end up sort of kind of like oh squirrel, oh cookie, um, and going off off complete tangents. So how do you keep it all together? Well, I definitely am going to say that like we do see squirrels on the podcast. Um, and by that, I just mm -hmm. mean I call them side quests. So we go on many yeah. side quests, many tangents. Um, and it's just sort of like that journey of like where my brain goes when I start thinking about like a specific topic. And um, we just kind of go with the flow and go with that energy and see where it takes us. Um, and if that leads us down a rabbit hole, then it leads us down a rabbit hole. Um, lots of rabbit holes are followed down. Not many are, you know 
like fully achieved or conquered or whatever. But um, we learn stuff, which is fun. I, I love that. Side quests uh, make turn it into side quests. I'm going to rephrase that. Totally. I'm stealing that now. That's mine now. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Do I it. get a call from your lawyers in the morning. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's public domain. <laughs> Something else that I wanted to ask you as well. Uh, because your topics are so fairy, is that one of the things that keeps you motivated to keep pushing out yes. content? Yes, it has to be. I would get so bored. I would be so bored. I could like I I have like a certain amount of like admiration and respect for people who can like niche down as far as like their their thing is concerned, like um, just focusing on like Marvel movies or just focusing on like superhero movies or just focusing on true crime or just but like there I have some admiration for that because I could never do that. Like it's not I, I get so like distracted so easily that I have to I have to it has to stay interesting and in order for me to like stay engaged I have to be interested in and and mm -hmm. which means that the topics constantly have to change and they can't and they don't necessarily have to like have a rhyme or a reason to them um it just has to be something that like I like a subject matter that I find interesting Otherwise, it's really boring, and it can come across on the podcast if it like if you're not engaged with your audience about the t about the topic, like it can definitely come across on the show. Oh, definitely. I had like one episode that I I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm probably gonna slightly sully my reputation here, but there's one episode I abandoned, um, and I didn't make it past editing because you could just hear how kind of bored both of us were, and. It's like you said, we, we're trying to stave off that boredom with our sort of, uh, with our topics and our content. Yeah, totally. Now, that doesn't mean that I haven't done like boring topics, like topics that I just, like I have done. Um, like, for example, so I did, um, I did an episode on uh, like horror and I'm not a big fan of mm -hmm. horror. And I thought that horror, like I thought I would be able to talk for a really long time about like my experience with horror and like what I, you know, disliked, what I liked, like all the different kinds of things. And once I got into recording, I realized that like, I just didn't have that much to say about it. And so it was kind of interesting to like, see that little like journey that we went on about like, you know, I, I am at like, I do not like horror films because one, I'm a huge scaredy cat and I get so scared so easily. Um, yeah. And so I don't like, I, I just don't like them. And then like just the whole like journey of it. So I, I'm not going to say that I haven't done like boring. They're not boring. They're just like more difficult topics, I would say for me um, to talk about. I have mm -hmm. run into a couple of episodes like that. But uh, for the most part, no, I, I, I try and stay as engaged as possible and talk about things like I'm really genuinely just like interested in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, was that the episode I emailed you about? Um, it might have been actually. I don't remember. I have I have the short term memory of Dory. Like it's yeah. I'm Same. so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh my god. My memory's been getting worse. I'm about to hit thirty. My memory is just. I can't do. Like I came up with the best question when I was on the loo earlier on, and I was like, I need to write this down. I got to my PC and I was like, completely forgot it. Yes. Oh my gosh. I do that all the time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, at the risk of kind of going down a little bit of a side quest, 
I think I've got a similar relationship. I, I'm just I'm just now doing an episode for you. Um, I've got a similar relationship with horror as well. I don't really engage with it much because I I am a bit of a scaredy cat, but I absolutely adore Dean Koontz and his Odd Thomas series because it was less than horror. It was more kind of just this interpersonal story that worked a lot better for me. Yeah, no, I and I t- I talk about that a little bit in the episode about like you know I. Like if I have to watch horror, anything and like things that I wouldn't even consider horror apparently are horror. And um, but like if I like I would prefer to watch like a psychological thriller over like a blood yeah. and gore kind of a thing. You know what I'm saying? My other half's watching. Oh, God, what, what's what's he watching? I'm going to have to I'm going to have to um, add this in post. But it is this kind of weird psychological anthology series. I was watching a bit of it. I'm, I'm going to give him a message in a minute and just ask him what was he watching. And effectively, this rich guy brought some of the best and brightest together. And for the first 35 minutes, they're just in the one room talking. They're sharing their experiences. And the rich guy is kind of acting like this big uh, kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like treating himself shot. like God. Yeah, oh, big hot perfect. shot. And then towards the end, it is they investigate this rock, and I won't spoil the ending. But the person who's psychic says the rock is watching us back, Ooh. and I was like, "Oh, that's so creepy! That's so creepy!" And then I went out. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm messaging him now, and then this is just, uh, yeah, this is this is just me now going on a side quest. Love it. Love uh, it. There we go. Love it. I support you. Yay, side quests. Um, so while we wait for him to get back to us, something I wanted to ask about as well, because I've not jumped into this world this part of podcasting yet. And this may come off as just a little bit too nosy, so I do apologize if it does. When you are collecting sort of advertisers to sort of come in and planning those ads. How do you communicate with them? How do you say my podcast is a great platform for you to run an ad? Well, I'm a really bad person to ask that question because uh, the ads that I do have that I get very, very, very minimal pay for, I don't have control over. They are done Mm. through my hosting site. And the one ad that I have that's like an ad read that I drop into the middle of my show is I was approached by the platform and to do it, I don't get any money for it. I just get exposure. I too struggle with trying to figure out how to get more exposure and um, yeah, just like sponsorships in general. I haven't, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I haven't really like done my due diligence on it. I haven't like really tried to get anybody. So um, I, I just, I'm, I'm, as ignorant as as one can be on that. I mean, fair to fair to I mean, we've all got different experiences, and we've all like I've got even less than you. Like, I don't even have a uh, have an ad um, an ad yet. Uh, this is now me speaking to potential companies. You'll get someone who can sometimes say sentences. <laughs> Perfect. That is so, useful. Um, yeah, that's useful. I can say sentences. Um, yeah, because I'm kind of really, I'm, I'm sort of really interested in it because, like, all of the material I kind of find online isn't that helpful. So I think it's good for me just to sort of chat to people. Totally agree. I absolutely 100% agree. The best resource that you can get is other people and not the internet. Like, don't, don't, 
don't trust the internet because yeah. it's as unhelpful as one can be. And even though we are on the internet, do trust us. Uh- <laughs> right. Obviously. Trust us. We're different. <laughs> yeah. We have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, dear me. Uh, <laughs> so keeping on the, on the topic of advertising, what do you find works for you getting your podcast out there and in the ears of your listeners? So this is a really unpopular opinion, but social media. Twitter mm-hmm. is my main place that I go to because I like words, not pictures. Um. And so Twitter is like the the one that I utilize the most. Um, I don't do pictures. I can't do pictures. I don't know how to take pictures. I'm still on stick figures, like drawing wise, like it's uh, me and pictures are no bueno, but me and words, I can do words. And so I mm-hmm. focus mainly on Twitter and um, social media and the promotion for your own show is really important. And um, just like getting the word out, like we're... As podcasters, we tend to not want to like brag or anything about our show or like promote our show because it feels like weird. But um, like you kind of have to do it. You kind of have to like get over it and just like do it uh, because it will really mm-hmm. help the show and and that kind of thing. Also, be aware though that like if so, if you have like X number of followers on Twitter or like any sort of social media, that doesn't necessarily translate into listenership. That just me. It's it's those are kind of isolated from each mm. other. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, we might as well drop your Twitter handle while you're here. I know I normally do it at the end, but do you want do you want to drop it? We're talking about Twitter now. Oh sure, it's at MP Weirdo Podcast. Yeah, because I'm kind of enjoying Twitter as well. Um, I've always been a little bit of a Twitter kind of. I wouldn't say nerd, but an aficionado, a fan of Twitter. Of course, as we're recording this, Elon Musk is doing something doing nefarious things i don't know what <laughs> yeah um but twitter is also where we where we ended up meeting isn't it yes it is and um i definitely recommend like going into social audio spaces like twitter spaces um they are super mm. handy in a pinch like if you need advice if you need help like definitely reach out through twitter spaces it's basically like a really big phone call with just like a whole bunch of people and it's super fun you get to meet all kinds of cool people obviously there are like you know not cool people but you just got to find like your cool people you know like it's it's just like life you know you just got to like find your people and then hang out with them (laughs) yeah exactly you find your almost um to still still the phrase from my own community find your tribe Um, right find who you vibe with exactly so before we, we go back to talking about marketing, John's just uh, messaged me. It's called, um, the um, horror thing I was thinking of is called, um, I'm going to butcher this name, um, Gula Amo Del Toro's Cabinet of Secrets. Ooh, fancy. Is, ooh, that, that, is a, that is a fancy title. So jumping back to talking about marketing. Um, look at me, I'm a rabbit. I'm jumping from place to place. Jumping back to talking about marketing. And talking about sort of getting yourself out there. We talked about Twitter working. We talked about um, social uh, audio working. What he- what else has worked for you? So one of the best pieces of advice that I got as far as like using social media to your advantage is to spam the feed. Mm-hmm. And um, I've done that. And it has worked for me. It feels really terrible. It feels like you're being super annoying. Um, but it's 
you know, it, it's not, it's just promotion for your show. And the more mm -hmm. that you can get your show out there, the um, more people are likely to listen. Um, and I mean, to be perfectly honest, like your tweets only stay live for about four hours after you tweet them. So if you can post like every four hours about your show or something like just posting um, in general, like it helps to like keep people engaged and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with those four hours, the power of insomnia um, kicking right. in. Um, <laughs> For real, though. Um, yeah. But something, something else that I'm still struggling with when it comes to sort of promoting and talking about my own podcast is, like you said, getting over that feeling of feeling like you're annoying. Or being Someone, rude. Like, how do you do it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, how you do don't. you get through it? You don't. Um, it will always feel rude. It will always feel annoying. It will always feel kind of gross. Um, but you just, it's one of those things where you just kind of go, this is what I need to do in order for my show to get where I want it to be. And it's small steps in small increments. You take it one time, one day at a time. And you just kind of, you know, one, one foot at a time, baby steps, you just go with it. Um, you lean mm. into that feeling and you acknowledge the feeling and it will, it, it's not going to ever go away, but it will dissipate. I also wanted to talk to you as well about, um, and I love how this sounds. I want to talk to you about your content. And <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds completely, why did I write it like that? But um, one thing I have observed is that you deep dive when you're talking about your relationship with different things you deep dive a lot into your own psyche. And I mm -hmm. notice you also do the same with your guests. Um, quite recently, you had a very open, a very candid talk um, about ADHD with Tim McCarthy. How are you able to be so candid online with topics that are kind of very personal to you? I can't really think about it too much. I just kind of do it. Um, I also don't take myself very seriously, like at all. And you shouldn't either, because mm -hmm. I'm just like a random person <laughs> on the internet um, who has like thoughts and stuff. Um, but I mean, it that's always what I've been interested in. I've always wanted to know like the deeper meaning behind everything. I've always wanted like, how deep can we go? Like, what is, mm -hmm. you know, what does this all mean? How deep can we go? Understanding people understanding the like it's it helps me understand the, and frame the world around me if I understand the people that are living in it with me and so mm -hmm. I just try really hard to come from a place of like empathy love and understanding and go from there and then just you know see where my my questions come from as far as like you know diving deep and like and you know you know talking about whatever but it just it 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 has always interested like pe human beings fascinate me on like a like mm -hmm. a very deep level and so that's sort of like where that stems from mm -hmm. i think you also hit on something there um talking about empathy and compassion and just making them like the core tenets of what you do i try really hard i really try hard to make sure that like that i'm always coming from a place of like love empathy compassion and understanding Mm -hmm. I am not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Like uh, there, I definitely make mistakes and like screw up. So like, I, but I'm trying. Yeah. I mean, that's all we can do though, isn't it? That's all we can do. We can do, we can just try our best and try not to be dicks. 
Yeah, right? Like just, you know, in in I mean, and honestly, the bar is so low for being a decent human being. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's not quite <laughs> it's not quite a bar. It's more like a trip wire. Like a tiny yeah. little wire one centimeter off the ground. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so kind of reading between the lines there, it sounds like introspection and looking inwards is really, really important for you. Yes. And that sounds incredibly selfish and like self-centered. And that's because it kind of is. I do have this like weird thing though, where it's like, if I, I can understand myself and understand like where I'm coming from and have compassion, empathy, understanding, and love for myself and be gentle with myself, then I can do that with other people. And I can sort of like um, spread it around and try and um, just like, you know, be that, be that person in somebody's life. Um, and so I, it, it does come from like, it, it, it definitely comes from like a very selfish, self-centered place um, as far as like that is concerned. It's, it's, it, but it is also, um, ooh, I don't like that word. I'm so sorry. Um, it is also in like tandem with being selfish. Uh, it comes from a place of like wanting to understand like truly just wanting to understand um and and be able to um like follow along and that kind and speak intelligently with each with each person because everybody like i have this like thinking that like everybody has their own version of like language and so like just because i don't understand you doesn't mean you're not making sense it just means that i need to do better and work harder at trying to understand what it is you're saying I think I want to I want to pick up on like two different points there as well because uh, I have very similar philosophy I think as well. The first thing I'm going to pick up on is you you, you just said there because everyone has their own first of language because everybody's got their own unique individual experiences mm-hmm. and those experiences inform our actions what we do and they inform also our reactions as well. Yes. Yes. Totally. And I think the second one that um, also you brought up as well, you said it's sort of like, um, I, it's, it's a little bit of a disagreement maybe, but when you sort of mentioned sort of introspection being kind of like selfish, I think there's often this thing in our sort of society that doing anything sort of like for yourself, that's kind of like good for you, unless it's the obvious kind of, you can actually see it like physical fitness, like going to the gym. It almost is, I don't know, I, I, I don't want to say the word taboo, but it is definitely sort of... Like looked down upon. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would agree, especially like in Western society. I feel like anything that you would do for yourself is considered selfish. Um, and, but the reason that I say that like it, it definitely comes from like partially, at least partially like a selfish place is because um, it does feel good when yeah. I'm able to do it. And I like that feeling. And yeah. so, like, I want to have more of that feeling, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And and what's wrong with that? What's what's the sin in wanting to feel good about yourself? Yeah, I don't know. And I don't really know where in history we decided that, that was, like, a bad idea. But I do think that it can be taken to extremes. Like, I definitely think that it can be taken to extremes. Oh, yeah. So, oh. like, let's, let's, like, stay away from that. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. No, no, you're absolutely right. Oh, my goodness, the internet can just be... The, the most the most like sort of there's this concept as well that i'm really interested in from just learning about from from an academic point of view is 
incredibly toxic positivity in mm-hmm. which one cannot have any negative emotion at all. Well, and see, to me, that's so boring. Like, yeah. I need to spice it up. Like, I do, like, I am an agent of chaos. So, like, I need, like, some chaos in my life. Yeah. And it and but also I wouldn't want to be like I, I'm a firm believer in like too much of a good thing is a bad thing, and yeah. so like that's sort of that's kind of how I feel about like toxic positivity when you know it's it like it can be too much it really can be oh totally totally uh, we just did another side quest so <laughs> yay <laughs> before I sort of round this off with the uh, question I got a couple more kind of topics I want to talk about first. When you bring your guests on and you're planning their interviews, are you, do you treat them the same way you do your solo? Are you just sort of vibing or is there a little bit more structure for them? I give everyone a choice. Um, So like if you come on my show, I will give you a choice to have something that I call roadmap questions, which Mm -hmm. is as much planning as you're going to get from me. Um, It is five questions that I come up with. Um, and I cheat. It's actually really four questions that I come up with. And the last one is the question that I ask everybody. It's the same question I ask everybody at the end of the interview. And I, so it'll just, it there, so that it's these questions and I, it will give you a very general, very basic idea of the kinds of questions and the kinds of things that I will be asking and what I really want to like focus on during the interview. Um, and so if you want questions, then I will give you the questions. If you don't want questions, then we just kind of go off the cuff and we just do it. You know, we just sort of conversate and do our thing. That's just really interesting to think about because I'm sort of like, I don't really send any questions over. I, I, I'll, I'll do my question, my, my, my sort of document that I'll send over. So sort of like, tell me about yourself, like what your project, what do you is there anything specific you want to talk about? But t- tell me more about this roadmap. Can you can you tell us what those questions are? Or are you going to keep that a secret for me? Well, I mean, it depends on the topic. It completely yeah. depends on the topic. So um, the episode, like just pick an episode that I did. And um, I can tell you kind of like the basic general things that like I want to talk about. So like if I talk about like on my episode with swinging, um, I interviewed um, Sarah and Zach from the Fresh Pineapples podcast and they I, I get, they wanted questions. And so I offered um, I offered them the questions and they were things like, how did you get into swinging? What is it like? Was it was, was it a decision that like you made together? Was it a decision that you sort of like already um kind of knew about yourself like that this is the kind of relationship that you wanted to be in like you know just like kind those kinds of things very um very general very basic sort of like something that you almost could be able to like give give like a child and them be able to understand if that makes sense yeah no that makes perfect sense um yeah, maybe not about like swinging me- though yeah, maybe not about swinging. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I realized, like, sort of, like, halfway through that sentence, like, should I complete the sentence? Yes, complete the sentence. <laughs> um, yeah, because for me, it's like, I do it. Uh, so, like, all of last season was a little bit of a mess. Because, uh, like, some episodes really hit, some, epi- uh, some episodes didn't. But um, You'll, you'll notice if you go back to my first episode and then the last episode of last season with Martin Wiskin, um, how my intro changed and adapted. And now I figured out, yeah, I want to talk about projects. I want to talk about processes. 
And I find for me, I'm like, okay, the questions that I write down, these are the things I want to be really nosy about. And these are the things that I want to almost learn your secrets, if that makes any degree of sense. Mm -hmm. It makes total sense. Yep. I get that. I don't necessarily, I, I never really thought about it like that, I guess. But yeah, that's that's kind of where it comes from. But also, I'm like, like yeah. I said, I'm just like genu- genuinely curious. Like, I just want to know. Like, and yeah. But also, I'm not a beat around the bush kind of person. So I prefer like, just tell me, you know, like I want it. Like, I, I promise that like, you know, if you want me to edit it out, I can totally do that later. Like, it's not an issue. Um, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I totally get you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a very beat around the bush person, and I will write entire paragraphs of stuff just to get to one question. So, <laughs> teach me, teach me your ways, Abigail. Teach me your ways. <laughs> well, you have to have crippling anxiety and a fear of human beings. <laughs> uh, check, check. Uh, <laughs> so, if you were to go, if if you were to go back in time to the start of your podcast, way back to Abigail, February 2020. Would you change anything? No. Why? Because it was what I was thinking, what I was feeling, how I was interacting with the world in that moment at that time. And Mm. it was my experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll let you off the hook for that. Uh, <laughs> no you're absolutely right because because your podcast is all about being candid isn't it it's all about your relationship with different topics different things different things yeah different everything and yeah um and so yeah like that and and i never go back like so um i like you'll mention like people will mention to me this is so bad this is probably like my dory brain but um like it's partially my dory brain because for those of you that don't know if you've never seen the movie finding nemo you should watch it's a great film when people mention to me like oh you've done like this topic and this topic and this topic and i'm like okay sure like i i guess i i don't remember doing that um and it's not yeah. that i don't remember it's more that i just like once i've done it then i've done it and i don't want to revisit it because i've said my piece i've said what i had to say in that moment at that time that is what i was feeling that is what i was thinking that is how my experience and all my and the culmination of all my experiences collectively came together in that moment yeah. and decided to express itself and so i kind of just go with that and then i just it's it's a very like laissez-faire it will be what it's gonna be kind of a thing yeah it's like a diary isn't it a little bit yeah and i've never ever ever had a diary in my life unless you count this podcast yeah uh talking of diary diary of a ceo stephen bartlett bring me on your show at one point <laughs> uh <laughs> most popular podcast in europe i want to get on um no i Do mentioned it. one of my favorite podcasts. yeah come on stephen let me on um no i mentioned one of my absolute favorite podcasts there that's got quite a few good qualities, and Stephen is one of the best interviewers I think anyone could come across. But for you, what qualities make a good podcast? For me, what qualities make a good podcast? Is it interesting? Is it fun? Mm-hmm. Can I tell that the hosts are engaged? Um, yeah. If I want to be real nitpicky, I'll start picking at like audio quality and stuff like that. But for the most part, I really care about like, I want like, make me care about what you are talking about. I want to know why you, why I should care and why you care. Like that Mm -hmm. is really important to me. That I think makes a really good podcast because if I know that the person that they're talking about or the, or like whatever it is, this person, like the hosts, 
are talking about is important to them and I can feel that passion and that energy through the podcast, then I'm in like I'm salt, like I'm sold. Yeah. Like, let's do this. Yeah. yeah, totally. I I completely agree with you on those on those last bits there as well. Why we care is the amount of boring podcasts we 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 sometimes listen to as well, where they will just rift off, I don't know, bullet points or a speech. And you're like, why why did I just waste 20 minutes listening to that? Yeah. Yeah. But I am an like so I am somebody I'm a crazy person. So if I like your show, like if I if I if if you've if you have gotten past the point of like making me care and like, you know, I'm in and I'm sold on your show, I will be an avid listener. I will listen to every yeah. single episode of your show. I will have favorite episodes that I will listen to go that I will go back and listen to over and over again. Like I like I, I become like a fan, like a huge fan. Yep. Yep. So I want to ask you as well, before we go to our questionnaire, who are your favorite podcasters? Oh my gosh. I have so many favorite podcasts and podcasters. Obviously there's me. Um, right. Obviously. <laughs> Clearly. I wouldn't be on this show if... Obviously. Um, I'm so, I've got something to go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. It was great. It was like, that was like perfectly timed and everything. It was great. Um, wow. Chef's kiss. Uh, no. So I, yeah, I have like a lot of shows that are really like, so, um, I am such a bad person because I'm so far behind on all of the shows that I, you know, need to listen to, want to listen to, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I love, uh, hood politics with prop, um, propaganda. Uh, it's really great. His whole thing is like just breaking down like American politics in and foreign policy, um, that kind of thing. Um, the dollop with Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds, such an amazing show. I absolutely love that history show. Um, but I love history. So if you like history, like check out both of those. Some of the villain was right. It's one of my favorite movie podcasts that exists with Rebecca Reeds and uh, Craig Fay. They're out of Canada. It is an absolutely fantastic show. It is where they basically Basically, I'll just tell you the premise of the show. They break down movies and uh, television and film um, and from the villain's perspective uh, to see like if the villain was right or not um, in whatever, you know, the universe is um, such a good show. So, I, I mean, I have so many like I could just, uh, behind the bastards with. Um, oh, my gosh, I'm totally blanking on his name. But like there, I have so many. Oh, my gosh. It's too much to count. <laughs> Fair days, fair days. You, you are a podcasting mega fan, though. Oh, um, absolutely. <laughs> so we've got Hood Politics, uh, that was Dollop, uh, Some of the Fillings Was Right, and Behind the Bastards. Yeah, yeah. Check all those out. And you know what? I am going to jump on to, um, I'm going to jump on to Good Pods and Spotify and where else. Um, obviously, this podcast is on Good Pods. Hopefully, you're listening to it on there. If you're not, go listen to it on Good Pods. Um, <laughs> and leave us a review because, like, they, it gives me charts and numbers, and it's making me. I want, I want, I want numbers. Um, anyway, thank you for the recommendations because I have been just looking for more podcasts just to devour and consume. Now, before we jump to our questionnaire uh, that we end every episode with, uh, can you uh, give us your social media links? Where can somebody find you online? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you can always find me on Twitter at MPWordo Podcast. My DMs are open if you want help, if you need something. Like, I'm always available. Um, I'm poor, so don't ask me for money. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, otherwise, like, you're good to go. Um, I'll help as much as I can. Um, the Twitter or the Instagram and the TikTok are the same. They're the underscore main underscore weirdo one. Um, I will, you can reach out to me there, too. Um, it's always a great place. 
Um, and uh, you can also email me at manicpixiewear.protonmail.com. That is a full safe like way to make sure that I get in contact with you. Um, I'll also have a much easier time remembering if you email me. So yeah, any of the following. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, that is. So we end every interview with uh, the questionnaire. And these questions come from the Prost questionnaire, uh, which were then later adapted by Bernard Pivot uh, and later by my hero, James Lipton. And now I present my side quest adaptation to you. What is your favorite word? What is my favorite word? Um, hmm. uh, so, okay, I don't know what my favorite word is, but apparently the most beautiful word in the English language is diarrhea. So that's fun. Fun what's, fact what's for everybody cri- to know. <laughs> what was the criteria for that being the most beautiful? Uh, it has a lot of like soft sounds in it. And it sounds like if you remove yourself from what it actually is, it sounds like really beautiful. It's it's just like rolls off the tongue. It has a lot of soft, calming sounds to it. Mm. Yeah. It's like sort of on the matter here, maybe. And that's a yeah. little bit harsher. So yeah, I don't okay. know what yeah, my no, favorite I... word is, but that is mm. considered the most beautiful word in the English language. Fair enough. Fair enough. What is your least favorite word? But. But are we talking As about but with one T or two? One. Mm-hmm. So like instead of saying like therefore or however, like if you say but, like I don't like it, it bothers me because I'm a weirdo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair dues, What engages you? Good conversation. And what disengages you? Being cruel for no reason. Mm-hmm. What sound or noise do you love? Hmm. Oh, I like these questions. Um, sorry, could you repeat it? They're not mine. They're not my questions. I just <laughs> stole them. Um, what sound or noise do you love? The sound of rain. What sound or noise do you hate? Dogs barking. Like is that constantly. like when they're barking at the postman, or is it like no? When, I mean, like, like if it's in... constant, like if it's just yeah. like like if your dog is barking for an hour, please, please do something, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is and this is everyone's favorite question? What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? Well, I'm sort of in the process of doing it, so we're making an attempt at becoming a lawyer. Nice. How, how's that going? Uh, I don't know yet. I'm, I haven't even registered for classes yet, but we are, I'm in the process of like, being able to get ready to like, register for classes. Like, so I've like, applied oh, and got in and everything, but I just like, I have to, like, they haven't opened registration, so... Mm. I oh, wish you every success with that. I, I really oh, hope that goes, that goes that goes well for you. Um, staying on the topic of profession, question nine: What profession would you not like to do? So many, so many. Um, I could never be a teacher. Like it's one of the most admirable professions I think that there is to have, and I yeah. could never do it. Like it's not not a chance. Nope. Yeah, yeah. And we need to also give our teachers more money uh, on both sides of the pond. Yes. Um, Yes. Seriously, they're underpaid, and it's it's shocking overworked. to me that I overworked, underpaid, and bringing their own equipment in. Like, isn't that madness? Isn't that, that utter yeah. madness? <laughs> yeah, it's like they're working less than minimum wage because they're also having to pay for all the materials. It's just insane. Yeah. Um, we should go on the protest. Uh, <laughs> final question: <laughs> um, If you could say only one statement to any one person, what would that statement be, and who? would that person be? Hmm. If I could say only one statement to any person. Okay. 
I need to pick who it would be first. So if I could, can it be like, okay, sorry, I have questions. Um, yeah, like Alive it. or Dead? Yeah, Alive or Dead. Fictional? Uh, anyone in history? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, then I would choose God. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he counts as a person. He, she, whatever counts as a person. Uh, I would ask the universe. Yeah. Okay. I would ask the universe. If I could ask it one question, I would say, to what end? I feel like we could go on a whole tangent about philosophy just based off that question. <laughs> right. I also know nothing about philosophy. But yeah, that's that's basically the meaning of everything, isn't it? To what end is all of this? Oh my goodness. So before I have an existential crisis, uh, <laughs> could you uh, repeat your social media? Where where can I find you? Yeah, absolutely. Um Twitter at MP Weirdo Podcast, Instagram and TikTok, the underscore main underscore weirdo one. Also reach out to me on my email, manicpixieweirdo at protonmail.com. Mm-hmm. Epic. And you can also find this show um, on TikTok, Meets Interesting People, Instagram, Tom underscore meets underscore interesting underscore people. I really need to make that shorter. Uh, Twitter, Tom meets people. At the time of recording, Twitter is still up. It might not be. I don't know. Um, one never knows. Yeah, ugh, I don't know. Um, also, check this podcast out on Good Pods. As I mentioned, we are in a bunch of charts now. Uh, in particular, we're in the top 100 indie documentary um, charts, which we're super happy about. We're balancing Congratulations. Sort of so thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're balancing in the 90s, but it's there. I want to go higher. I want to go higher. Um, and you can also check out my reflections on this episode, my thoughts on what is basically my new blog uh, on my Substack, and that you'll find at tommeetsinterestingpeople.substack.com. Um, Abigail, thank you so much for letting me take up practically an hour of your time. I really, really appreciate this. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. Oh, I loved it. Um, thank you. And to everyone else listening, um, Stay safe and don't do anything I wouldn't do, I guess. (laughs) You have just listened to an episode of Tom Meets Interesting People. If you'd enjoyed the show and would like to take part, or you know somebody who would make a great guest, please email me at tommeetsinterestingpeople at gmail.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Guests may provide audio content that helps to demonstrate their work. Guests have given permission for this work to be played through the use of a release form that they have signed. It is the understanding of this podcast that the material that they provide does not infringe on the copyright of others. All other rights reserved. Copyright 2022.